0: TV. You know what
1: I find to be so interesting about all this is that all of these songs require uh, someone to write them. You might say writers for said songs. Um, you know, I guess you could call them song writers, per se. <laughs> um, yeah, Rowan, I wonder really if you a, had anything to s- say about that, that. kind of topic.
2: <laughs> well, okay, this is where I'm heavily opinionated at. I think there's a big difference between... A good songwriter and a good performer. And it's when the two, when someone can figure out how to do the two skills well, the Beatles. Like the Beatles, then, you know, you're very successful. Taylor Swift. Because, like, you have, like, you know, you have Bob Dylan, great songwriter, but I mean, in my opinion, horrible voice. (laughs) Like I mean, I I prefer covers of his songs yeah, more than, same. but like still I think he's a great songwriter. Mm-hmm. How he can tell stories, lyrics, everything about his songwriting capabilities, amazing, yeah. legendary. Okay, I was gonna ask what you meant by performer, but, but Elvis, meant, like, stage, presence Elvis, or... great stage. He didn't presence. write anything, Like a
3: Rolling mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he Elvis made history. Like they call him the King mm-hmm. of the Rock and Roll, yeah. but he never wrote a single song. Yeah, like all his stuff, he did covers of. It's Speaking just his persona. Elvis, you fraud. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. But they call him the king of rock. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're the king of nothing. We're he's like, a on great a performer. Trip. <laughs> 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 you ain't nothing but a dog. Yeah, I think i very much. I'll uh, suck oh, yeah. very much. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, uh, for me. <laughs> so, that's Elvis for you. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you. No, 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 thank you. Uh, very
1: honorable. much It was nice to have you on the podcast. Uh, it's cool that they uh, reanimated your brain for us, Frozen Under Disney, for one day only.
2: Yeah,
3: what are you talking about? This is George Harrison. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, we wanted John Lennon. That was pretty good. Oh,
3: you wanted John, did you?
4: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Give me Paul instead, actually. Well, I
3: think that I mean it's quite it's quite natural. I mean, <laughs> the the fact that we have this this podcast. I mean, I I yeah, I feel it's 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 pretty grand. It's Yoko Ono. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay that was the best one
1: That was impressions with Aaron Imagine
2: all the
0: people
1: Do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: When Yoko Ono sings
3: it <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's perfect.
2: Like, okay, we'll talk about the Beatles. Like, in no small way, could you say that they're like probably the one of the best songwriters in history? You have right. To say it in a big way. I couldn't find the right words to grasp the legend of the Beatles. The magnitude. I couldn't find the words, John. I'm a knight. Um, <laughs> by themselves, they're great songwriters, right? I mean, even when Paul McCartney and John Lennon they went solo, they still had a, a successful career yeah. as solo artists. But when they were together, it was yeah. just they just made history, and so, like, in my always opinion, great at melodies, songwriting was
1: greatest writing.
2: Like songwriting, in my opinion, is like the most effective. The best songwriting is when like other people are involved because you know you have Paul mm. McCartney, John Lennon, they come up with a great idea, a great tune, yeah, a great lyric to think about. But it was really George Harrison, Ringo Starr, and either Paul McCartney or John Lennon. Like it was all their contribution that really made the music. So like songwriting like we think of songwriters we think oh well it's just taylor swift or Mm -hmm. it's just a single person but it's really just an idea it's like an idea that someone has like a little tune and that everyone kind of throws in
1: there are tons of songwriters we don't know the names of who make most of the great stuff we love
2: absolutely i mean another really well-known songwriter out there is um elton john Mm -hmm. you know can't say i like him as a person he's a fan (laughs) of the man. (laughs) <laughs> but, but I, I think I, I think he's a great a great songwriter. I mean, you know, Lion mm-hmm. King, your song, you know, one just song, um,
3: Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, mm-hmm. like ooh, 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 Goodbye Yellow Brick Road.
2: Da, 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 da. That one. Yeah, it's a good song. Like for me, Goodbye. like I feel that you can tell a great songwriter, a great band, great musician when you strip them down to an acoustic level. When it's just like them mm-hmm. and instruments, if it still sounds beautiful, yeah. like, okay, you're yeah, on the same thing. So
3: that reminds me of an experience that I had in LA. All a right.
1: Of weeks
2: ago.
3: <laughs> that reminds You guys, oh, wow. Going for a wow. Oh, yeah. man. Once story time. time right.
2: This is
1: why
3: I walked story in this time room. with Aaron. Yeah. Well, a fly passed by and didn't say hi.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> what? So here's, here's the thing.
3: That <laughs> made no sense. Can I lounge? Do it. You may lounge. Jesus-y.
4: Wait, before you lounge, I am chewing a chip. <laughs> Can we get some ASMR of that?
2: Oh yes, here. What does that mean, ASMR?
1: I don't know what it stands for. Yeah, what does it stand for? A superb. A super. Oh. Uh, I don't. Okay. I don't know if it is that, but okay. A superb Majesty's Palace. Yes. that's P, <laughs> P and R are cousins. <laughs> majesty's resting place. It just means super well recorded audio that does. Weird things to people's brains, I think. (laughs) ASMP.
3: Oh, right. I was about to tell a story. Okay, so we're on the topic of music, and this reminds me of a story regarding the music industry that I've had recently. So I was in L.A., right, a few weeks ago, and the first day that I arrived, I was with my sister, my brother-in-law, and, you know, the rest of the family. That night, we actually decided to go to this one place called the Lighthouse Cafe. Now, the Lighthouse Cafe may sound familiar, because this cafe is the same one that Mia and Sebastian went oh, to. Oh um, no way! You know, it's like a it's like a jazz club. Some people, you know, a lot of people perform there on Wednesdays and on weekends and stuff.
4: That's an actual place.
3: Yeah, Lighthouse Cafe. It's in uh, Hermosa Beach. The Hermosa, Hermosa Beach Dang, Pier. I want to live in California. So um, yeah, it's a cool spot. You know that you know. Remember where Ryan. Remember where Ryan Gosling starts dancing with that old couple?
4: You're talking inside? No, when he's
3: outside on the boardwalk and he's like dancing.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the lighthouse, and the guy looks at him like, yeah. what are you doing with my wife? Exactly.
3: So that the Lighthouse Cafe is literally like two seconds away from me. So anyway, we decided to go here to this Lighthouse Cafe. Me, my sister, and my brother-in-law because Casey Abrams was going to be playing. Casey Abrams was going to be yeah. there? Casey Abrams is a... Uh, is a um, he plays upright bass and he's very talented. I was thinking Casey Musgraves. Well, <laughs> he's actually played with Casey Musgraves, really? Yeah, he's actually collabed with her several times. Okay, and uh, he's collabed with a bunch of musicians. He won American Idol, Casey Neistat did, yeah, Casey Abrams. So Casey Abrams was going to perform at the lighthouse, so we decided to go show up and check it out. So we get there, and it's you know, it's a bar, so you need to be over 21, and so we all pull out our IDs, but my sister forgets hers she forgot hers at the house and so we're like oh man what do we do so i just decided to go in there and save a spot while my uh, brother-in-law and my sister go back to the house to go pick up the Aaron
1: RV. alone in california
3: so i go and save a table and i'm and i'm sitting there and i'm waiting um they were going to be back in another like 30 minutes which is perfect timing because in 30 minutes was when casey abrams was going to be performing. nice
4: uh, okay okay
3: so um 30 minutes passes by and i get a text message in this group chat and it's a picture of my sister and my brother-in-law with casey abrams like right outside of the out of the joint and it's like a selfie of them and i'm like what's going on how like are you with casey abrams right now she's like yeah he's he's coming inside and he says he wants me to sing a song with him (gasps) I'm like, oh my God, this is insane <gasps> She brought her ID back and she was able to get in and she comes sit down she comes to sit down at the table. Casey Abrams goes up on stage and starts doing his thing. he starts playing, we order some drinks, whatnot, and he's doing he he like kills it up there and he's he does a few classics he does his originals and then he does a few other songs, a few other covers, and we're just having a blast, you know what you know. About an hour into his performance, he goes, is there anybody out there that would like to come up and sing on stage? And everybody's like going crazy. And then I tell my sister, I'm like patting her. I'm like, hey, raise your hand, raise your hand. But then she didn't want to raise her hand because she was shy at that moment. Mm-hmm. And so sure enough, another uh, girl gets up and she goes up on stage with Casey Abrams and starts performing. This girl, uh, she's like... So she gets off stage, right? After, like, one song. <laughs> and then my sister raises her hand after that. And Casey Abrams goes, yes, Hannah, we met earlier. Come up on stage. And my sister gets
1: off. is the name of the band Casey Abrams played as a part of for 60. Get out of
3: here! <laughs> so my sister goes up on stage and performs with Casey Abrams. And she just kills it. People are recording, people are actually dancing, Oh wow! people are like going crazy because- <laughs> They're
1: throwing their firstborn children at her.
3: Yeah. And it, like, it was just hype the entire way through. They finish one song, Casey Abrams <laughs> initiates another song, and then they go through that song, and then they play another song on top of that. Your sister just knew these songs already? Well, she was the one who was picking the songs. Oh, cool. It was like a lot of Amy Winehouse covers. So anyway, eventually they finish their last song, and my sister comes up on stage, and she, she, she comes off stage. And she was just like hyped and she's like, Oh my god, I can't believe I just did that. I just I can't believe I just performed with Casey Abrams. She goes to the restroom and then she comes back out and she says, The craziest thing just happened to me. While I was in the restroom, I got out of the stall and I went to go wash my hands and there was a another lady in there. She was this really heavy set girl lady. Okay. In her thirties. And she goes, Was that you up on stage? And she goes, Yeah. She says oh, my God, you killed it, girl. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. She's like, look, I work for this extremely well-known record-producing agency that has produced the same people as Britney Spears and Jay-Z. We want you to come over and, and talk to a few very important people. We're actually looking for a very particular sound with exactly your voice, and you're the perfect Singer for our new label. What? And she gives her her card, and it's like this place in Santa Monica. And we're like, oh my God, you just got
0: offered a record deal. Yeah, a record deal.
3: (laughs) And so Casey Abrams invites my sister back up on stage. Again? Again. So she goes up, sings another couple songs, and me and my brother in law were sitting at that table. And all of a sudden, the lady that had spoken to my sister comes to our table and she starts talking to Victor. My my brother-in-law. She's like, is that your girl? And he's like, oh, that's my wife, yeah. And she says, look, I can literally change your guys' life tonight if you take this card and you call a few numbers. And he's like, oh, man, thank you so much. Uh, We'll we'll think about it. She says, I'm telling you, this is, this is, this is, uh, this is. This is. is." Obviously, my sister didn't pursue it. (laughs) she's not on any famous radio stations currently except this one. That was uh that was an experience in itself. We were laughing about it, we were talking about it, but in reality, music studios and like the like the music industry, none of those people care about you
2: at all. Oh no.
3: They see you and they see money signs.
1: You're a bag of money
3: to them. I was
2: watching an interview that Paul McCartney had and he was talking about the music business. Mick Paul? Yeah, Mick Paul. And he said that when him and the Beatles first started out I can't remember the name of their first producer but they met with him and he goes so who do you think owns your songs he goes oh well I mean you know it's music everyone should love music you know we write songs so everyone can enjoy them you know like really no one really owns these songs and he said the, the music producer just laughed at him and he goes here why why don't you come to my office we'll talk about who owns your songs
1: that someone is me <laughs> and that's the truth
2: yeah. of it like it's a business you know that's a crazy story
1: I know, I'm still processing that one. You're a crazy story.
2: Face is a crazy story. Thank you.
3: And then an earthquake happened a day later. That's nice. Really? Signifying the wrath of God. Did you
1: die?
4: <laughs> there was actually an earthquake? I died mm-hmm. once. There was three in one week. While well, you were there? Mm-hmm. What the what do you do? God. You just stand there? Kind <laughs> uh, of just accept it? Well actually
3: against uh, popular belief, I actually Started an earthquake <laughs> <laughs> uh, against other recommendations. <laughs> I Start one right the rain. now. That, that should be on my job application. Just
1: be like. Uh, can cause cool. earthquakes.
3: Uh, yeah, Excel proficient. Uh, <laughs> Word proficient. And I can
1: change the weather. Your job description title is like Pudge from Lilo and Stitch.
4: Yeah. I've never been. Part of an earthquake before on the earthquake team in and, around, <laughs> been in and around hurricanes been in and around tornadoes there's tornadoes that happen like blocks from my house hmm. that was a common thing throughout really i've never seen a tornado oh man those are wild because like once the sirens go off you kind of just go oh, off to like that's terrifying you go outside and you just look up and the whole sky is like this like it's you look this, go this, outside which is the, the, the thing sky? you're not supposed to do <laughs> yeah because it's like, like green right it's like this green imagine green but with like that orange light color there like d- that is the entire sky That so is so it's, it's like 8 30 at night oh
3: that's freaky so
4: it's just like it's this weird weird phenomenon yeah, just looking you hear the background midnight oh, yeah. orange yes and you have that siren going off in the background did you see that
1: tiktok where there were like there was somebody within the range of like four of those or six of those sirens they were harmonizing and they all harmonized yeah
3: have you heard the chicago uh, tornado siren no oh my god i'm gonna pull it up right now welcome
1: to the internet The place where we know things.
4: That's a what? That's a... That is
1: terrifying.
4: Can you imagine?
1: Like, not only is all this terrible stuff happening around you, but also you hear dystopian sounds that sound like it's from (laughs) E.T. or Close Encounters. Yeah, it sounds like like alien-like.
3: I would quite possibly do several backflips in that very moment in fear.
1: It's relatable. You should do one right now for the viewers. Yeah, you should do it.
3: But I'm not fearful
1: right now. Boo. Oh, look, you did 6. That's cool. <laughs> Speaking of scary, you know what is else is scary? Not having producers to produce your music for you. S- since we're on the topic of producers, I, I actually have this thing that I kind of want you guys to help me understand about myself. I'm going to be very open with you and try to try to let you into my psyche. Yes, you should so Shave you your head. Well, that's it. that's a topic for another time. Um I don't know how you knew that, but... In your psyche. Yeah. So, my psyche tells me that (laughs) I often actually like and care about the way music is produced. I I mean, to me, like, I need there to be a good story. I mean, that's kind of a prerequisite for me.
4: Verbal story or, like, melodically?
1: I might not be smart enough to understand melodic stories too well. In your psyche. In my psyches. So, music production is very important to me. I have this playlist that I'm continuing... It's under construction for me right now, but it includes... Ghost Stories, Coldplay's Blue album, and it oh, also yeah. it also includes Folklore, Taylor Swift's Black and White album. Those two, I feel like, are in a similar category. Also, Daft Punk's Random Access Memories. All three of those were produced really, really well. Do you kind of see the connection between them or no? Because I feel like I definitely see a connection between them. I don't
4: know any of them super well enough okay. to know the connection. Yeah,
1: yes. I,
3: I probably know Random Access. like so Yeah. Movie.
1: Like, Coldplay is usually, like, You know, super arena songs, like high energy, whatever. Uh, In Ghost Ghost Stories, they were like very mellow. It had a lot more bass, a lot more drums featured heavily rather than like just loud noise. And it was kind of like you could tell that it was made in a studio instead of made for an arena. Same thing with folklore. You know, Taylor Swift isn't going to be, you know, playing that music in an arena. She made it at home during lockdown. She literally recorded it in her home. You know, so it's not designed to be played in a ring. Daft Punk's Random Access Memories, like most of their stuff is high energy. This one is, you could tell that they spent a long time in the studio working on this. The Beatles albums that I love most are the ones where they just went into a studio for, you know, two years and just (laughs) made stuff. I love the I love studio albums, and that's stuff where they work really closely with the producer. They experiment, they try things. The Beatles tried so many things in the studios,
2: like Abbey Road. What do you yes. think of like that was their exactly. last album together?
1: Right, right. But I found like all the music that I like, I, I like a very wide variety of music from a lot of, a lot of different genres. But I find that the, the the thread that weaves it all together is that all of it is produced really interestingly or really well, like with a lot of care.
2: Which is why you love the Beatles so much. Apparently. There's a lot yeah. of that with the Beatles.
1: Yeah. I, that's what I'm learning about my music taste.
2: Interesting. I could see that. The Another Beatles. great mixing one. O di oblah.
1: Obla di Life goes on, on. Na, 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 with that same bass. That, that Paul always used In boom, a couple boom, of boom, years. Boom, boom but there's some stuff that you just can't do live there's some stuff that like just sounds so good but you can't replicate it unless you're in a studio and I kind of love that stuff and I'm not saying complicating it overly much but like if you're in a crowd you're gonna hear people you're gonna hear people you know but if you're in a studio you have absolute control over what gets sent into people's ears you know and I I just there's a like, difference you know
2: yeah I just love You like the ability to take what a musician has and just enhance yeah, it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, really yeah, bring exactly. out its potential. Yeah. Like, like what I love is when, you know, you can strip down, strip all that mm-hmm, down. Mm-hmm. And, like, as a songwriter, like, what do you have? Yeah.
1: And, and obviously, I, there's beauty to that, too. That's the raw, like, core of what yeah. what music is, you that's, know? That's what
2: I love. I just love yeah. the raw core of it. But mm-hmm. I also think it's amazing, like what you say, how, you know, even... Because sometimes you can take just a really basic chord riff Mm -hmm. and you turn it into something just very well-known and beautiful Yeah, or even well-known like think about like a basic twelve-bar blues song like Johnny Be Good or anything Mm -hmm. by Chuck Berry if you strip Mm -hmm. down Chuck Mm -hmm. Berry to its raw element all of it sounds the same same thing with Johnny Cash (laughs) you strip it down all of it's gonna sound the same it's the producing it's it's the other instruments that really make the music
1: and again I, I don't think it's also like I don't like it when production is like a crutch like to to fix lazy songwriting but mm-hmm. i feel like when you have amazing songwriting and then you add all that production to it i feel like that gives you something awesome which yeah which i feel like is kind of part of this the few albums that i just kind of listed is is like a nice blending like an that.
2: example like you ever seen the, m- the movie up yeah so the beginning of that song everyone knows the Mar- yeah. it's called married life yeah. if you notice it tells a story it does you're right and it's like there are parts where the tempo like picks up and then there's parts where it kind of slows yeah. down and then mellows out it's supposed to like reflect like life married life have the ups and downs i hadn't changed. thought of way. movie
4: scores but that's completely accurate it tells which, us, that's the story it tells which mm-hmm. by the way is the most depressing song i've ever heard in my life really married to, life you, it's so sad like especially it's, get it's to a the wonderful end song though it's, it's so it's, you know what it is it's it's like happy. a it's like a happy but then like an underlying like, happy sad you know you know this is depressing Melancholy. Of, like Melancholy. Well, it's very melancholy. Oh, that's have you, just have marriage. you, uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you listen to the uh, No Time to Die soundtrack?
4: From yeah. 007. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh I really want to see that movie.
3: It's absolutely amazing. It's, uh, well, there's this one song in, s- in particular. If you haven't seen the movie, there's a very specific scene where this very specific hot girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very specific. <laughs> who, who comes out and, and they play like the perfect song for her. Because she's like Cuban, and they're like. And it is this song. Hans Zimmer did the best.
1: Oh, Hans Zimmer is amazing. Oh.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Hans, my Beautiful, man. Right? That That's amazing. It,
3: it, that, like I've never. He he went there.
2: John Williams, Hans Zimmer, yeah. and um, who was it that did uh, Edward hands?
0: Oh, um, Robert Danny Elfman.
2: Elfman. Yeah. Danny right? Elfman. Those yeah. are like very good storyteller yeah. composers. Have
3: you ever listened to Danny Elfman's like '80s rock band? <laughs> 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 Efford yeah, yeah.
2: Have you? It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Is it?
3: I actually like a lot of their music.
2: I wasn't sure where you were going to go with it, so I was yeah, like... Yeah, it's called Wingo
3: it it? Boingo, and there's a song called Grey Matter, and it goes,
2: Grey, grey. Matter, Grey Matter, oh, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> singing about our brains yeah. that we used to create that music.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie, but Nightmare Before Christmas. I haven't. So, like, it was a movie that, like, the, the music was, like, again, tells a good story, lots of singing, but yeah, Danny Elfman did the vocals for that movie. He, yeah.
1: yeah he's amazing
3: yeah he has that really like baritone voice I watched his
2: master class
1: and uh, and he like he is not very good at explaining how to do what he does but you can tell how incredibly passionate he is about it and how his brain is just incredibly creative like he just talks about like sometimes he he would wake up from a dream and he would have a, a, a song just like a whole score in his head and he could see all the the musical components and stuff like he, he he's just His brain is just amazing, I think. And I kind of love that. I kind of really respect that.
2: Yeah, you can tell. He's definitely more... Like, in my opinion, Hans Zimmer is more of like the darker, Mm action-y, really strong. But Danny Elfman is more of like like Wonderland. Which yeah, is kind exactly. of Whimsical. I don't know how you describe it, but just very, yeah. like, outside the Super box. Cool. Super creative. cool. Creative.
1: I enjoy his stuff more than I enjoy Hans Zimmer's stuff, but I also watched Hans Zimmer's masterclass, and he is an expert at explaining why he does things and, like, giving you scientific ways that you can get to the same results that he gets. Like, he's very left brain.
2: So he's very calculated. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, Han- he's German, Zimmer, right? <laughs> you know,
3: he, like, his music is so beautiful, but he has actually, like, quite a range of, like,
1: different yeah. genres of, like film scores, like John Williams. I mean, even more so, John. Williams. I wish yeah. John Williams had a. Match.
4: He's not yeah, exactly
3: too. my favorite composer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer. So his yeah. stuff is great. Like, don't get me wrong. It kind of
4: all just goes. <laughs>
3: that's that's part of it. Like, I think some of like he tends to use some of the same. I don't
2: know, yeah, like like I can hear like a lot of similarities in Batman. Yeah. You know, like I feel like an in inception, you do hear like it's like crazy percussion like crazy <laughs> percussion, and, and you do feel like a lot of similarities, but like, I mean, like because that, that being said, there's I feel like every composer does have a style, and so you're always like if you listen to enough songs from the composer, you will hear like that similarities, but yeah. I just feel like Hans Zimmers is more pronounced, yeah like John Williams loves horns. You know yeah. so if you listen to different stuff from John Williams he's always got horns but have you
3: listened to any Omorri mm Mhm
2: remind me of um a uh, movie he did The Mission
3: the good the bad and the ugly
2: Yep good the bad and the ugly
3: Yeah yep he oh man thought. he has to be up there in one of my favorite composers Yep uh John Debney you know who that is mm-hmm. He did like a lot of Dreamworks movies like um uh, like Ice Age and, like...
1: DreamWorks is the worst.
3: No, 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 but you don't understand. You're like, lying. Some of his music is, like, incredible. Take it back. Oh, yeah, you're, like, pro-Pixar.
4: Yeah. I am, too. I think good. we're sleeping on... Michael Giacchino? It precisely. Yes. Was. Oh, yeah, he's pretty good, Michael. He did That's Star true. Trek.
3: Yeah. He did what?
1: Star Trek. Did, I mean, he, he also did Up, right? Pretty much every Pixar And Incredibles, right? He did... Which is the best soundtrack of all
2: time. Yeah. He, he also up did Up, though, right? Mm-hmm. So what I like about um, how do you pronounce his last name Giacchino, I think Giacchino. So he like what I like <laughs> about <laughs> him. <laughs> okay, that's how the Koreans say it. <laughs> no, so like he does a lot Are of waltzy stuff. What? Yeah. If you like, uh, I've heard like not just in Up, but like in um, what's that movie? Um, Jojo Rabbit. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Jojo oh, Rabbit. Okay. You, you can it? also hear like the waltzy <gasps> kind of yeah. feel to it. They're very similar soundtracks. That's what I mean. Like I love being able to hear. A Composer's style, mm. yeah, you know,
3: and I'm so like, he did he did awesome with Incredibles and Incredibles 2. Yes, I think they're equally amazing scores.
1: Yeah, I prefer the first one. He added but more, they're instruments. both good. He had yeah. more
3: instruments in the second one, yeah, like he, he did. actually had like actual, like an actual drum set,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. I did really enjoy the music in the second one as well. I mean. It's,
3: it's funny how he played around even with the titles of the songs like in the yeah, first yeah, one yeah. he had a, uh, in credits yeah, yeah, and on yeah, the second cool. one he said in credits too I um. think we're
4: sleeping on Phil Collins and the Tarzan soundtrack <laughs> that is the greatest Disney soundtrack ever created once again factual not opinion
3: for once so small you seem so strong. It, oh, that's just
4: a cheer jerk Come da, on. like That signifies sadness when you hear that.
0: Because you'll be in my
3: heart. No matter what I say. That is actually a really amazing song. That
4: whole movie. It's nostalgic. From start to, start to finish,
0: it just breathes and heart. oozes
4: nostalgia. Oh,
2: yeah. But there's also like classics like oh, Toy, Toy Story, is. You've Got a Friend in Me. <laughs> oh, but I think bum. as a whole,
4: Tarzan has to take it because I think Ready that has the most hits.
2: What other besides that would be in my heart? What else do they have?
4: Because you have Son of Man, you have um, Strangers Like Me, you have uh, was it Trash in the Camp? Is that what it's called? I think each of the songs that came through were just iconic. Toys. I think that
1: song was Trash in the Can. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You know,
2: I think you're trashing in the
4: can. <laughs> um, I think other Disney movies are up there. Like, they're definitely, like, top contenders. But, yeah. like, even Lion King. Like, Lion King has several, but I still put Tarzan on Lion King. I feel like those are neck and neck, though. Just by, like, number of hits that are just. How about Snow hmm. White? What about Mary Poppins?
0: I'm wishing.
4: I'm wishing. Mary who?
2: Mary Poppins. Never heard of her. Poppin' Pop-ins. Mary?
0: So bad. You gotta Poppins, listen I
2: mean you, like it's Poppins, good for the music at least. They have some pretty good music. I should, I should watch it actually. Or at least watch I mean, I feel like you'd have to watch Mary Poppins to appreciate the movie, oh, but Saving yeah. Mr. Banks is also you seen that one?
4: Uh no. Actually, you know what? I think oh, I yeah. watched a little bit of Mr. Oh, saving Mr. Banks. I love that
0: movie.
2: That that was that a movie I was that, I, that I I came in thinking it was gonna suck. It ended up being a great movie. That was not too long, ago. that was pretty recent,
4: right?
0: Within the past few
2: years, right? No, oh, I would say it's na na older now. It's probably like seven years old. Which one? Okay. Saving Mr. Banks.
3: I rewatched that movie at least four times a year. <laughs> 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 that is up there as one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> it
2: is so dedicated. I love Saving it. It is a great movie. It's one of my favorite films. I it, just it,
3: like, the narrative, the acting, the, the actors are like, amazing. I just love the scenes of California in the 60s. Like, I, I love it so much.
4: The give musical aspect. Give me the plot because I think I actually may have seen this. Mary it's,
1: Poppins, yeah. Walt Disney, blah, blah, it's blah. It's about Peel
3: Travers, the original author of Mary Poppins.
1: Yes, uh, yes, Gaming, yes,
3: yes. Like, trying to be convinced uh, by Walt Disney to sell to it.
4: produce a film. Oh, nope.
3: About Mary Poppins. And she's super, like, hard to please because she's so protective over this character. And Walt Disney wants to make it's it. It's one of those movies that is set
1: on a movie production studio set yeah, and, and in she, the studio. She
3: just does not want anybody Which to I think is anything cool. to Mary Poppins. Because the movie explains why she's so protective over Mary Poppins. Because she has a backstory. And I
4: I,
0: Backstory I time!
4: All I remember from it is that they're at the premiere and she starts like bawling. Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah. Like I think I, I think this was a lockdown movie for me. I think I watched it throughout the oh, past really? year or so.
3: I, I watched it on the cruise for the first time, and I, and I was depressed for a week after.
4: A lockdown <laughs> movie hey, is a movie that you watched while you were like, locked I down in asylum. I just had to sit in there asylum. and just
2: breathe. Oh, like, oh my gosh, yeah. that is terrible. I saw it in a $2 oh. theater, and I, I saw it with very low expectations. I didn't even know what it was that we were going to go see. And I oh, was like, oh, the Saving Mr. Banks, wor- this sounds stupid, you know. And then I saw it, it just blew me away. Yeah. It blew me Lola away.
3: Land. Oh, my God. Like, one of the most beautiful. That was,
4: it instantly became top five favorite movies ever, like, as soon as I saw it the first time. Incredible. 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah, totally.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. If you watch 2001 Space Odyssey, you better be watching that on the biggest I script. agree with you.
1: Possible. I've never Cute seen book. it, but I heard cinemographically. Cinema,
4: cinematographically, What's the word? Cinematographically.
1: Cinematographically is
4: that what, is that the word? Yep. Yeah. I've heard cinematographically. It's top tier. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Oh, it is top tier.
3: I. It was I shot on to, something weird. I, uh, I try to envision my life um, on a daily basis as like being in the Stargate sequence from 2001: A Space Odyssey.
1: I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that.
3: Oh, my God. That was terrifying.
2: Never seen that
1: movie. Oh, it's amazing. You should watch it. You have to watch it. Yeah. we should watch it right now. Yeah, it's so cool. It started automatically playing whenever we talked about how. It's not creepy.
3: August 27th, 2019. That was the day (laughs) that I declared the best piece of music in the universe. (laughs)
4: Let me guess. It is by the Arctic Monkeys. No. Is it a Beatles song? It's by Paul. Oh,
0: uh, really? Sergeant Pepper's. Gucci logo? Gang. No.
3: It, it's Uncle Albert. An <laughs> <Admiral>. <laughs> yeah.
0: Really? That song? <laughs> it,
3: it is the early best early song years. in the universe. Why
4: so?
2: Por qué? For why?
3: It's a musical experience. The whole thing.
1: Oh, I know this song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Viva la Vida, the deluxe version. There's a song like. Rainy day or something? Sounds a little like this. I really like that song. I do love when artists don't just include music. They also include like audio that adds to the story. I think that's really a creative use of music. Thinking of it just as a... a place that sound can be. Instead of as just a song.
2: The musical structure changes a lot in that yeah. song. I can see what you're saying. It's like a I'm whole musical experience. Course,
3: so I don't actually think that that's the best song in the universe.
0: Mhm. Um, mm-hmm. I
1: think
3: up there is Bohemian Rhapsody as one yeah, of Yeah, I was thinking it seems similar. Universe. I think songs with musical like changes like that yeah. are just incredible.
1: I like it when mm-hmm. the songs on albums like fade into each other. Like not fade into each other exactly, like but they just the same song? Yeah, it like continues, but they're they're chopped up in a way that if you weren't listening if you were listening one by one, they would feel like one song. Yeah, like they continued. Yeah, like mm-hmm. in exactly. Key. Yeah, Beatles obviously did that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Pink, Pink Floyd did
2: that a lot too. Oh, cool. Mozart did that a lot. Oh yeah. A lot of classical pieces. Also, his songs were six hours each. Rolling Stone <laughs> considers like some of the top five songs ever written was "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Nirvana, "Hey Jude." Yeah. You know, like
0: Jude. Just an amazing don't song
2: like lyrically it's beautiful and the background is he wrote the song in like 15 minutes I know it's it's ridiculous and it
0: dedicated to, uh, song
1: yeah julian julian
2: yeah
3: when they were having a divorce or
1: whatever
2: yeah dedicated to me like that that to me is genius like obviously he didn't know it at the time when he was writing it but like you can just write what's going to be one of the most well-known songs in history in like 15 minutes in a car yeah you know yeah it just, it blows my mind. Well, See,
1: if the, you're the uh, Beatles. What's the Rolling
3: Stones song?
2: The number one, actually. I didn't really agree with Rolling Stones number one. What was it? Uh, like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan.
3: By Rolling Stones?
2: So the Rolling Stone magazine.
3: Oh, I thought the... I thought. No. <laughs>
0: There's no, like Rolling like Stone, yeah, yeah, There's Rolling magazine.
3: There's Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan, and then there's the Rolling Stones. Yeah, so not,
0: not not the Rolling Stones band. The Rolling Stone magazine declared
2: Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan to be like the best like song ever. Like a
0: Rolling Stone. Yeah,
2: and I'm like, that song is not that great. I'm sure what lyrically it means a lot. Bum,
0: bum, 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 bum,
2: bum. I think, I don't remember. I have to look it up. I thought number two was either Hey Jude or Smells Like Teen Spirit.
1: What's
4: either of, of those list? are better. Is the list doing
2: what? This was on like a list that Rolling Stone had come up with. Best songs in the universe.
4: Like Best songs of all time? Yeah. Wow. I
3: would put These Boots Are Made For Walking as one of the best songs.
4: I was going to say Gucci These game. These
2: Boots Are Made For Walking. One of
1: the great American classics, Fireflies. Owl City, am I right? I'm
3: not kidding. That song impacted my life. Fireflies? Fireflies yeah. When it, it first mine came. too. It did. Yeah. It really no, did. No, Fireflies I is amazing. I think that's when I fell in love with music.
1: Was yeah, Firefly. I can uh, that's like that. that's
4: nostalgic. That's a nostalgic song. You know what I
3: would do I would go into my grandpa's office and I would like go on YouTube and look up Firefly's music video Yeah, and then I would like take a nap to that song
4: You know Adam the
1: Al City guy is actually kind of amazing like he came from nothing and he released his song on SoundCloud or something like that and it just went viral overnight. He literally just couldn't sleep one night and so he stayed up all night make cuz he had insomnia so he made this song Fireflies on a synthesizer and he just made the whole song uploaded it to I forget what the SoundCloud alternative you was at the not time.
0: Your but eyes. it just went Ten million it went viral. Fireflies. up the world as I that fell asleep.
3: You swore that like something happened but it really didn't. Like how everybody thought that Nelson Mandela like died in the 80s.
4: Yeah. Like, oh, yeah.
3: But, like, in reality, he died, like, in, in like, early 2000s. And back. <laughs> or, like, Pablo
1: Picasso oh, was is he still alive? from the 1600s.
3: Well, like, it's kind of like one of those things. But he was like, from imagine, the 70s. Like, imagine, like, Michael Jackson was alive and everybody knew it.
4: Michael Jackson faked his death.
3: You're like, wait a minute. I thought he was dead. And then you find out that there's whole this whole community that also thought that... Was, was this something dead. that
1: just happened to you and no one else?
3: No, it's a common thing. It's like... Like uh, the Bernstein Bears. The Bernstein Bears, exactly, yeah. It's like everybody enough, thought it was Bernstein, but it's actually Berenstein.
1: Oh, you mean like everybody else is messed up in exactly the same way you're messed yeah, up? Like there's
3: this whole community that thought it was...
1: What is this subreddit called and how can I join it? There's a whole thing about
3: they it. They call it Mandela Effect.
1: Also, can I die... To everyone but still be alive and use that to my power
2: that would be illegal <laughs> there's laws against that <laughs> uh, there, there are, i think there's laws against that somewhere. <laughs> that would be called the mandela versus supreme court <laughs> versus state chick-fil-a
4: that's another one what how do you spell it chick
2: Phil
4: A. Apparently, this is one saying there's no K in chick. It's just C-H-I-C, Phil A. That's true. It is.
3: Oh, yeah, that's what I... I always knew that. Chic filet. The ones that you find
2: in France. Chic, filet. chic filet.
3: They garnish their nuggets. With, like, truffle oil. Yeah, thinly sliced
2: truffles. And in Germany, it's Chic Heisenflausen. They put a Wiener Schnitzel over their chic filet. My name is Klaus. I like sauerkraut. You like
3: to dance? I like to dance. we a the dance? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that song is so stupid. It's, it's honestly the worst thing
0: I've my ears have ever.
1: We should play your best song in the universe and your worst song in the universe and see if they just create together the most medium song in the universe. Just like the bass level through which all other songs are, are ranked. Like it's 1x or 1.1x this song.
2: The universe doesn't work that way, Julian. <laughs> I think it does.
3: A Day in the Life is another like extremely amazing song. Yeah.
2: I read the news today, oh You know, that by. was the first
3: song that I realized that the Beatles were who they awesome. were.
1: Yeah.
4: I so don't no. about Stunk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It was so random, Kylan. <laughs> you just like, Ugh. I was thinking about salmon. <laughs> it's not that. It wasn't like, a, oh, I'm getting tired. It's. Like, I was
4: thinking about a no, fish swimming in
2: the Alaska current.
4: It's just like one. Do th- you ever have like one thought that leads to another thought, <laughs> and next thing you know, you're zoned out, but you're like 50 thoughts away from your original thought, and now you're just kind of there. And then you, you lost us back at like bit. producing or something. Like I don't know where at somewhere about the Beatles. We got in the, Oh, we got in the Berenstain Bears
2: thing. I'm kind of curious <laughs> about how you got to salmon. Owl City. I like owls. That's so ADD. Owls fly places. They fly over water. You know what else is in water? It's salmon.
0: I love salmon. They're in
2: Alaska. I wonder what the salmon are doing right now. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> I was
4: thinking about how I'm going to like prep my food. For the next couple of days, but I'm like, "Oh man, do I have salmon in the fridge dying?" I'm like, "Should I grab ground beef or salmon?" And as I was like thinking about the salmon, I look up and he was looking at me. I'm like, "Oh, my bad." Okay. Anyways, yeah. I was thinking About yeah.
2: salmon. Well, it's watch looking time. It's watch. It's watch time. Should we just conclude with a song? With yeah, I think
1: should we, we should. Play? Um, actually. If I'm right, Rowan has an original song to debut on air for the first time, never before heard by any other human. Gucci Game?
2: Or we could even just Aaron and I play.
1: Or both, because I really want to feature something unique that nobody else has heard before.
4: I want to be special.
2: Okay. okay, let's do it. Let's do it. But first, a message from our sponsors
4: Salmon Paste. Have you ever been sitting there in your house, looking at that <laughs> crack in your wall, saying, Oh, man, such an eyesore. I wish there were some way. To fix it, drywall <laughs> mud... Drywall mud does not do the trick. I wish there was some way to Drywall it. mud cracks. Everyone knows that. Right. Drywall, mud is, drywall mud is never a, qu- a quick or long-term solution. <laughs>
0: drywall
4: mud. Do you also, at the same time, as you're looking at this crack in the wall, look at the plate of salmon on your lap? <laughs> and you think to yourself, what if... What if... What if? I ground this up and stuck it in the wall. Well, we're here to tell you that someone has done it. Salmon paste, quick, easy, three, maybe four. We haven't decided yet. Installments of thirty-five
0: ninety-nine
4: for an eight-ounce container of salmon paste. Simply, this is
1: not. Your average grocery store
4: salmon. This oh, is no. industrial wall-grade salmon. This isn't even on shelves. You have to come directly through this phone line. You Let's call hear right it now. from our testimonials.
3: I love salmon
4: paste. Nine out of ten doctors recommend salmon paste. And that is factual, legal, documented evidence that they do. Side effects may include. Salmonella. Sam and Ella. <laughs> is our sponsors thank you to sam- the salmonella foundation
3: you will be plagued by sam from kitchen
1: oh i miss sam and now we have a special appearance from rowan and uh, he's going to deliver to us an original verse never heard before by any other human ears than yours right now along with ours of course
0: God in it.
4: Can you hear it? Listen.
2: That's his heart.
4: Can you hear my heart just like wrenching? Yes. Desmond has a tomorrow in the marketplace. I want you to wrap this. Molly is the singer in a band. Desmond says to Molly, girl, I like your face. And Molly says this after takes him by the hand. Oh bloody, oh bloody. life goes on, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's the same, same exact
1: word. <laughs> You guys, thank you so much for listening to One Rule This has been our first episode Probably divided into a few episodes for your ears And uh, we just appreciate you listening, you know We Tell, love you, fam We love you Tell your friends about us, you know Post us on your socials Whatever the kids are doing these days I don't know the if it's YouTubes. trained foxes With little rolled up scrolls or what but.
3: And that is it for tonight Thanks
0: folks Say bye now. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: See you later, fam.
4: Uh, (laughs) Bye-bye. Aaron, didn't you write the song? I did.
1: Can I stop smiling now? My cheeks are really killing me. (laughs)